0: biohacking i'm sure you've heard of this term before and we're going to be talking about it today in regards to plants so grab your cup of tea or whatever you're sipping on and let's have this herbaceous conversation hello plant lovers welcome to another episode of herbaceous conversations with a silly herbs and botanica I'm your host Gloria, and this is a space to delve into the knowledge of plant medicine, a spotlight for African botanicals, and to empower you with practical and applicable information to enhance your well-being. For more information, please visit backtosilly.com. I don't know about you guys, but regardless of the time of the year, it is hot drinks are always welcome. (laughs) Always welcome. And today I'm sipping on a lovely combination of cacao and moringa. I know the moringa might sound offsetting, but really the chocolate just offsets the earthiness you just get a whiff Ugh, it's so good anyways so an excuse the echoiness of this episode we're currently rearranging things in our house so i'm recording out of our kitchen and there's like a huge section <laughs> that's empty right now so yeah but anyways so biohacking what is it and how can you apply it in regards to plants and herbs So Dave Asprey, the CEO of Bulletproof, um, he gave a very unique description as to what it is, and I really loved his definition. And he described it as a process of using science, biology, and self-experimentation, my favorite part, (laughs) to take control of and upgrade your body, mind, and life. That's essentially really what it is. And biohacking, so you can go two routes. So you can either go and approach it via an organic way. So either utilizing foods, supplements, and plants, or a more so inorganic way. So this is, looks like, you know, using technology. Um, there's actually a term for this called transhumanism, which is essentially like emerging the human body and technology to kind of make like a you know like the movie terminator (laughs) um essentially um so using either technology or tinkering with genes now biohacking was actually brought about uh in the mid 2000s um someone posted on ebay about um excuse my husband he's playing league but um uh, someone posted how, you know, you can get access to these build-your-own kits. They call it now, like, DIY biology. And someone posted on eBay that, you know, you hey, you can come get these kits. And at the time, it was a, a low-key thing. But come around, you know, 2009, 2010, 2011, which is when I found out about it, that's when it really started to kick off and then you know scientists amateur scientists and even professional um scientists would create these open labs for people to actually come and participate in biohacking essentially and as a teenage girl when I found out about this you guys I was I was really excited you know and at that time I was into coding too so I was like yo this is like coating but in regards to your body and it's freaking amazing. It actually triggered it's one of one of the reasons why I actually went plant based years and years ago. But anyways, so yeah essentially you can break down biohacking into those two methods organic and inorganic. And in this episode today we're gonna be focusing on the organic methods parter- particularly pertaining to the plants. So the methods that we're actually gonna be discussing today uh, they're they go a little bit deeper than just you know taking a supplement per se or eating certain foods. It's really about you understanding the reason behind why you're doing something, which is very important, right? You don't want to be taking something in your li- in hopes of <laughs> this is gonna improve my gene expression, right? No, you want to understand how this chemical reaction is going on and how it's benefiting you. Um, so. These methods they're really they're about three um, three main methods that actually date back to almost the beginning of human civilization and these three methods include steaming or hot springs, foot soaks, and herbal teas. Now, what do all those three methods have in common? They all utilize heat right in some form or fashion. And I made, I created an acronym so you can um, really pinpoint, uh, you know, whether or not a method that you're using um, has the heat (laughs) per se, right? So this heat stands for H is for help, E is for elimination, and transcription, and or translation. Now, I won't get too geeky with you guys. I really try not to. (laughs) On this podcast platform Um, if I get a little bit too geeky just tune out for a second for this explanation Um, actually let me start from let me start with E first so elimination Um, now the body there are certain areas in the body that have this eliminating function particularly the lymphatic system right the intestines the skin and the kidneys so these four areas of the body heavily, heavily help to filter out toxins routinely within the body. Now we'll go into. Well, actually, I'll say why this is important. So now this is important because you don't want the you don't want the toxins to be stored in your body, right? This actually proliferates proliferates the um, oxidation within the cells, which is what you do not want. This is what causes um, harm to your DNA, essentially. So making sure your body is eliminating, utilizing those methods, right, with the heat, that's important. Um, And then the transcription slash translation part is really tapping into what's going on in your body. Now, if you go back, <laughs> let's take let's take a uh let's take a trip down memory lane to your biology class <laughs> of where you talked about DNA, right? And, you know, th- through uh, your pr- your teacher probably threw around these terms. <laughs> um, you know, from DNA to mRNA, um the polymerase chain reaction, all these different things. Now, this is very relevant, and I'll just briefly explain um, these processes. So transcription is the beginning of the entire gene expression process, and the transcription part is essentially just really the copying part. It, it's Transcription and translation is like copy and paste. Um, let's say like you're making a code, right? An HTML code, building a website so it's essentially like copying a blueprint of one page and putting it into another one that's essentially what's going on within your genes so the transcription part is really just the beginning now the t can also stand for the translation part which is also a very important essential component of gene expression and that's because during this portion um this is where the proteins are created and, um, multiplied essentially, right? Polypeptides, um, which you've probably heard this before about how proteins are the building block of life. This is why, because proteins really proteins are your enzymes. They're your hormones. Um, they're really, you know, everything within your body, you know, within the, a little, one cell, there could be hundreds and thousands of proteins, all having different or specific functions. So proteins are, that's essentially why proteins are really, really important in the body. So that's just a brief synopsis about what goes on with your DNA, um, and how it's, um, you know, multiplied and preserved or compromised, um, I say compromise because if you take that process and reverse it, that's essentially what happens with, you know, like autoimmune diseases um, such as HIV and AIDS. But anyway, so that's the HEAT acronym that you can use um, so you can remember those three methods now let's talk about these methods and how they can benefit you in your biohacking process before we talk about the errors we got to talk about the methods so the first one being hot springs or steaming now you can see this method prevalent across many cultures across the entire globe um you know from even my culture i remember i was really upset when my dad said that um (laughs) there was a time where we visited um home and we came back and he told us a story about how they would um like him and his friends would go to the hot springs up in the mountains and i just wondered i was like well why didn't you take us there (laughs) but anyway so hot springs are prevalent on all continents across the world Um, And even when we lived in Germany, this is is very embedded in the culture. You know, the saunas in Europe, it's a thing for a very um, important reason. Now, this steaming effect on the skin, it opens the pores, which helps to alleviate any trapped toxins within the skin. It also helps to hydrate the skin as well, which is important. So, that's the steaming aspect. And you can utilize... Um, different plants during this process so I know that um, Native Americans they will I forget what is it called the tents where the name is escaping me right now it's right at the tip of my brain anyways so um, yes Native Americans they would use these tents for the same purpose and they would actually incorporate different herbs for specific reasons um for this steaming ceremony in a sense. So that's the first method. The second one involves the foot soaks. Now if you know anything about feet, it's at the end of the body and the way gravity works, um, foot soaks help to pull out toxins according to the way the circul- that the circulatory system works. And then the last method, which is herbal teas. Now, why herbal teas per se, right? When you can use tinctures or a poultice or a salve. Well, the special thing about herbal teas is it has that direct heating component to the plant that you're using which helps to release, you know, different compounds within the plant, you know, the volatile oils, the alkaloids, these different compounds that are unique to the plant that you're using in the tea. And then when you're ingesting it, it's, it's quite, It's uh, that's quite direct, <laughs> you, you know, via the ingestion versus, you know, applying it to the skin. It's uh, much more, it's more quickly metabolized uh, via ingestion. So it's the quickest way to affect your body in any aspect. Now the plants, I won't talk about the plants too much because I really just wanted to emphasize on the methods and why they are important and how you can use them. So now with the plants, I want to challenge you. You can get creative and use different things. Uh, you can use what's available in your backyard uh right your native plants that are right in your backyard um most of the time they can be seen as you know just landscape plants right but some of them actually do have some medicinal qualities right for example um what is it spiderwort spiderwort it's a nice it's a lovely purple flower the bees love them chickens love them apparently (laughs) my chickens were ravaging through a few of our bushes Um, but it also has some medicinal properties to it as well. So anyways, that's just one example, you know, tapping into your, you know, the plants that are native in your area. You can also, uh, if you'd like, you can source a previous episode where he talked about medicinal spices in your kitchen. Most of those, if not all of them, you can utilize for this specific purpose, um, Ginger is one of my favorites, you know, in regards to that list in that episode, Um, just because it really, it has that heating component in its uh, structure of the plant, right? It's stimulating and it's warming, so it really helps to drive um, the biohacking within the body. Now, ginger is very special. I will talk about ginger a little bit because research has shown that ginger has a neuroprotective quality to it and that's because it has its, it's main component is the gingerol right so the gingerol helps it communicates with the nervous system um and thus it helps to create like a you know like a safe encasing to the cells that are within the nervous system and especially pertaining to the brain region right so this is why it's a Uh, why it's considered a neuroprotective plant. So that's just one example of a plant that you can use. So I want you to get creative, explore your different options in regards to biohacking your body with plants. I hope this was helpful to you. It's a very, very interesting topic and I'll probably do... um, you know, more episodes about this in the future, but I just really wanted to emphasize about those three methods utilizing the heat, right? Heat, help, elimination, and transcription and or translation. So yeah, Um, apply this, um, you know, in your lifestyle habits and let me know how it goes. Please leave a review in Uh, whichever platform you're using, whether it's Apple or Spotify, um, let me know how this information is helping you and impacting your life. And with that being said, thank you so much for tuning in to this week's episode. Next week, we're going to be talking about different staple recipes within the home and how to spice them up with some herbs. All right, until then, take care.